uh, it's my pleasure to have Pastor Abiodun Adebowale here today on this program. Pastor Adebowale, thank you for coming on this program. Thank you for the privilege, sir, and for the opportunity. Okay, so apology to everyone uh, for that brief delay because of uh, technical difficulties, but now we got it and we are here on Let's Talk About Jesus. Uh, so today uh, we are going to be looking at a crucial topic, it's spiritual bankruptcy and its effect on nations. Spiritual bankruptcy and its effect on nations. My name has not changed. It will never change. I am Solomon Oluwabiyi, and I'm your host here. And thank you for everyone watching on Facebook, on YouTube. By the way, if you are yet to subscribe, please on on YouTube subscribe to our channel. And uh, of course, if you're on Facebook, please follow us, like us on Let's Talk About Jesus. Alright, so today, uh, as you all know by now, that on Let's Talk About Jesus, we discuss issues and challenges of life, uh, looking at it from Bible's perspective and providing solutions uh, in line with Bible. So the solutions we're going to be giving you, they're going to be coming from the Bible. Alright, so follow us as we dive into today's program. Uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to put it in the chat and we are going to address them. Likewise, if you have any contributions, please put it in there in the chat box and we will get your contributions. Alright, so Pastor Adebowale, I think uh, this is a, a very, very important topic and uh, I'm glad that I have you on this program today. Let's talk about Jesus. Uh, spiritual bankruptcy and its effect on nations. So many a times when we hear bankruptcy, the first thing that our mind will probably go to, and maybe a lot of people's mind will go to finance. Because when somebody says, hey, I file for bankruptcy, uh, I declare bankruptcy, we know they can't declare just by mouth, you know, that will happen. There are procedures and process that has to follow uh, in order for that to happen. But now we are saying spiritual bankruptcy. Uh, spiritual bankruptcy. Uh, so if we look at it, you know, from Christian's perspective, what exactly is spiritual bankruptcy? Over to you, sir. Uh, thank you so much, sir. And uh, I want to wish uh, everyone every of our audience uh, a very great uh, uh, evening and uh, I wish you the grace of God and the peace of God. Um, when you talk in terms of spiritual bankruptcy, uh, it is a state of um, uh, becoming something other than the original intention of God. Spiritual or any type form of bankruptcy is actually grounded in on, uh, uh, on a foundation of wrong decision. Whether financial or any type of bankruptcy, there must have been a decision that went wrong. 
And also, when you talk in terms of spiritual bankruptcy, there is there must have been a wrong decision taken. Uh, there must have been a shift from uh, the from, from the right to the wrong decision-making process. Bank, uh, and when there is a shift from the wrong to the, uh, from the right to the wrong, definitely the eventuality is going to be bankruptcy. Uh, the scripture in Psalm 11:3 say, "If the foundation be destroyed, or if these foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do?" Now, the the, 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 the destruction of the foundation is what we're talking about here, which is actually the uh, spiritual bankruptcy. And when you talk, also talk in terms of spiritual bankruptcy, every man has the power of decision making. And because every man has the power of decision making, no matter what God has in purpose for you, no matter who God has made you, no matter what kind of calling even you have upon your life, that element and that space of making your decision is always there. And at every point in time, when uh, we become carefree or we become so uh, lackadaisical with what we believe, sometimes you, you, you discover that it's just a thin line between making the right decision spiritually and making the wrong decision spiritually. And so that is why you can actually see that Christians can actually go bankrupt spiritually. Okay, so... <laughs> Actually, uh, you are getting into my next question, which is, uh, can a born-again Christian be affected by spiritual bankruptcy? That's supposed to be my next question. But before I go to that, you okay. spoke on something that is very important. You talked about uh, making decisions and that when we make a wrong decision, uh, and also you spoke about foundation. So uh, with my second question, I would like to you to expand on that uh, making decision and on foundation and then with what you were about to talk about uh, that a born again Christian can be affected by spiritual bankruptcy um, uh, first I would say wrong decision precedes bankruptcy when a wrong strategic decision is taken definitely it has a far-reaching effect on the spiritual state of a born-again Christian. And when you talk, when you relate it to the foundation, now, foundationally, God has actually created everyone that He calls His son, His daughter. He has created everyone for a purpose. He has created everyone for His own glory, foundationally. However, when you talk in terms of the continuation of building on that foundation, there are so many things that are meant to be done so that that foundation that is already built, you can build a structure on it, a structure that will stand the test of time, a structure that will be edifying even to, or, to, to, to your creator, a structure that will bring glory to your creator. But at any point in time, let's look at the process of building. At any point in time when you are building and uh, if venture at a point you decide to use inferior material, 
at a set, uh, uh, let's say just a corner. Now, what you have done in that corner may actually be the greatest undoing of the builder. So also spiritually, sometimes everyone discover or everyone has one weakness or the other. But when you feel when you fail to deal with it, and this might be a foundational thing, probably your uh, your growing up, I mean your childhood, there there have been some vices you have picked up. Um, it is not an anomaly for somebody to have a weakness, but it becomes a very very uh, uh, a very very deadly situation when you are not trying to win yourself or so or whatsoever you have and because you are struggling with it or you are refusing to do away with it definitely someday it is going to do away with you and is going to destroy the foundation that is actually every part of the foundation may be great but just because there's a section there is something I mean that is that that that, that 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 is there that is not supposed to be there. There is a vice or a vices. There is a a, a a a way of life, a lifestyle that you have continued to I mean to allow to be part of your life. Definitely, someday that little thing is going to take a larger space, and when it takes a larger space, it's going to really change your focus. And before you know it. There will be a situation where you will lose your 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 your, your steam uh, spiritually. You will lose your personality, even uh, with God. And uh, so that that that, that is um, uh, okay. What so, I can say about so, that, sir. So speaking of anomalies, uh, you know, what are those things that that can separate children of God from spiritual freedom? What are the things can a child of God get into that can separate them from the freedom of God? Thank you so much, sir. There are several things that a, uh, a child of God can get into that can really separate them. Now, uh, when you say several things, uh, there, there, there are some things that you call some little little besetting sins there are some things that obviously well they are sin is sin anyway but uh sometimes we tend to categorize this is small this is i mean this is big at least i'm not a uh, i'm not a robber but there are some very little little things that grow with us uh that has that tendency that has the capacity of destroying us now when you look at this, some of these things like jealousy, some of these things like envy, some of these things like, I mean, not being contented with what you have. I mean, sometimes a whole lot of them. Now, uh, let me quickly bring the, uh, a, 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 a scenario in the Bible. There was a king and this king was chosen by God. He was the first king of Israel, King Saul. But when you look at it, there were some things in his life. There were some things that probably he grew up with and he was not able to break away from them, even with his calling to rule a nation. He was not a leader. 
because if he were to be a leader he saw a a, a budding talent he saw a budding grace upon a young man called david instead of celebrating instead of i mean giving the uh, giving the guy a platform to express his god-given grace what he started doing was he started envying it's a it, 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 it went to the extent of i mean uh doing a whole lot of things to this guy because he was jealous of the grace of god upon his life and so such things like these and several other things i mean you don't have to be a robber you don't have to be a prostitute i mean there are some things that will commonize sometimes it can be what you prioritize your priority might be well for me i my, my job my career uh, it's only when it's convenient that I, I want to be in church. Uh, I, sometimes you make a timetable. Today, be, be, probably you work uh, on Saturday and you feel, not that you have worked all night, uh, but you work on a Saturday and you feel, ah, Sunday I need to rest, I need to do laundry, I need to do this. I mean, that becomes, because what you want to create time for other things apart from your work, and because your work is what takes your priority. Now what you do is this, you kill that Sunday. I mean, you instead of using it for God, you will use it for other things because you want to what you want, you, you don't want anything to disturb your career during the week. And that those are some of the things that can actually affect, that can make a Christian to go bankrupt. Because going bankrupt, again, is at a point when a Christian uh, has become ordinary when a christian has lost the faith when a christian has and it doesn't it is it, 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 not something that happened immediately it takes a process maybe i mean i, oh, I, okay. I don't know maybe in the first we get uh, more we get defined I, I mean so uh, okay so so the the good thing about this program let's talk about jesus is that um any topic we chose to talk about usually not uh, what we can do justice to at a seat. Okay. And so I want to thank you in advance because you will come back on this program that we will talk about it. But it's as if you have solved my question uh, when I was getting ready for this and you gradually go in to answer my next question. Uh, it, it's it's um, well, I, I then I believe the spirit is one then in this, in this case, uh, because my next question, but before I actually go to that question, uh, to every listener that is uh, listening to us, that is watching us, uh, whether you are listening to us on podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcast from, to be able to get these, wherever uh, you watch us from YouTube uh, or Facebook, uh, I just want you to know that because we categorize things, sometimes it's very easy for someone to think that, oh yeah, you know, I'm eligible for God's kingdom. Whereas just a little sin, uh, even though sin does not have category before God, uh, just because I haven't taken a gun to go kill somebody does not mean that I'm not a murderer. Because if I think or if I hate another human being in my heart, I'm more or less like somebody who pick up a gun to kill another person. And so wherever you're watching us from, again, this is Let's Talk About Jesus. And on this program today, 
I have Pastor Biodon Adepowale. So my next question, sir, is uh, to what degree can a child of God go before becoming spiritually bankrupt? You know, in, in, in this world, when we talk about financial bankruptcy, like you said, in spiritual, it doesn't happen at a time. It happens gradually. And so also, it is in financial world. For somebody to become bankrupt, it has to be a gradual thing. Nobody can just wake up there and say, I'm going to file for bankruptcy because I just feel like it means something has been happening to their finances over the period of time and they are no longer able to catch up anymore. So also in Christendom that uh, we, we don't become uh, ritually bankrupt in one day. It's a gradual thing. But my question to you is that to what extent, to what degree can a child of gold before becoming spiritually bankrupt? Uh, does that mean if I if I get into uh, just a little thing today, here and there, and tomorrow another one here and there, well, it's minor thing, it doesn't matter. Uh, I take a pen from my workplace. I didn't buy it, but it's my workplace that bought it. Oh, well, it's just a pen. And then the next day, I late to work. I'm supposed to get to work at 8 o'clock. I get there at 8.15 and I sign in 8 o'clock. And, you know, oh, it's not a big deal. And it starts going that way. So, to what extent can someone like that get to before becoming spiritually bankrupt? Thanks so much, sir. I really appreciate that question. Um, now, uh, I mentioned decision-making the other time. And uh, every scenario, every example you are giving, when you look at it, it starts with a decision. And the thing is this, uh, decision is driven by uh, your thought process and your choices. Now, every of these thought process, choices, and decision has a consequence or consequences, as the case may be. And when you talk about how or how a Christian gets into the state of bankruptcy, how it starts, I mean, since it's not something that starts, I mean, that just happened once and uh, you, 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 you see. Now, the, 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 the scripture in John 4.24 says something. It said, God is spirit. And it said, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, look at this. Now, because God is a spirit, Man is actually a trapatite being. Man relates with God on the level of spirit. Now, a Christian gradually gets into the state or the process of bankruptcy because we do something, we, we, we actually take a remote and we switch on and off the level of our connection, the platform of our connection with God that is spirit and the scripture said when you are absent in the spirit you are what you are you, you, you are uh, when you are absent in the spirit of course you are present in the body and when you are present in the body i mean when you are absent in the body you are present with god that's so you are in the spirit and you can flow with god now the 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 the, the, uh, the, the situation whereby we switch on our spirit mode on and off is what actually bring back little by little, gradually, to what becomes, to what, I mean, the, to, to the monster that will later become what is called a spiritual bankruptcy. That is, I mean, Sunday we are in the spirit when we are in church. 
when we are with the, uh, our pastor, we are in the spirit and we can speak in tongues. We can make things happen. We can sing. And uh, it will be like the, 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 the elders in heaven are actually the ones thinking. But when we step out, we become something else. That is, we switch off that uh, spirit and we become our normal self. We, uh, we begin to express our body, uh, ourselves in flesh. And these are things that build up gradually. And before you say Jack Robinson, I mean, you are gone. Because you, I mean, uh, you, 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 uh, as you are doing that, you are switching off. One thing or the other is actually taking charge. And before you know it, I mean, you, 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 you become somebody who is no longer the same person that you used to be. You have lost, you, you, you will have lost connection with your maker. Because to be connected with him, you need to be in the spirit 24-7. Thank you, sir. Wow, thank you, thank you so much, sir. So we need to be in the spirit twenty-four-seven. Wow, wow. So we have to be aware of gradual death. As Christians, we have to be aware of gradual death. Uh, we have to be aware of killing the spirit of God in us. When we give our life to Christ, He has given us the spirit. And so he says, if anyone is in Christ, is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. All right, Pastor Debo Wale, uh, uh, there is a segment on this program uh, that I call Lead Me to Jesus Moment. Lead Me to Jesus segment. And it's a segment where anyone that is watching us uh, presently or that will listen to us on podcasts, of that would watch this later both on Facebook or YouTube and they sometimes people are hearing this conversation from beginning it might sound straight strange to them and if it does so to you don't worry because this segment we are going to will bring you the clarity uh, and what I mean by that is that uh, we are addressing this issue of spiritual bankruptcy and its effect on nations today from Christian's perspective. And so when we are speaking, it might be kind of strange to you. And so, Pastor Deva Wale, I want to hand over this segment to you that you should lead people to Christ, uh, whether now or those that will watch in the later time and they are yet to know Christ as their Lord and Savior. And this is that moment where we do so. So over to you, sir. Okay. Uh, uh, Brethren watching. I want to say this uh, before I do what I've been asked to do. Um, when you talk in terms of spiritual bankruptcy, at a point where you uh, are no longer that person that carries that hunger for God, uh, when you are no longer uh, following the purpose that God has for your life, at a point when it becomes so difficult, it's like the grace that you used to use in doing uh, fasting, worshiping, witnessing for Christ, it seems like the grace has been misplaced. When prayer has become a ceremonial activity for you, 
at the point when Hebrew 10.25, that is not forsaking the assembly of uh, uh, one another, has escaped from the pages of your Bible, when giving has become an Apulian tax for you, brethren, this is the point where uh, signs are beginning to show that what you are losing it. I don't know whether uh, you can see yourself in any of these that I've mentioned. And if you can, brethren, this is an opportunity for you today to actually look at it and uh, take a stand, take a decision. God has not created you to be uh, a uh, to, to be spiritually useless while you are physically functioning. Because the spirit actually controls the physical. And uh, because of that, brethren, I, I, I want to just uh, ask you this afternoon, I mean, that if you are losing it, if that, uh, uh, that fire that you started your Christianity with is no longer there, then there may have actually been a gradual uh, decrease in the potency of the relationship you share with God. And that is not what God actually created us for. He said for Ephesians 2.10, for we had his workmanship created in Jesus Christ for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. When you are not walking in what he has purposed for you, there is a problem. And that is why I want you to just bow down your head uh, and just uh, lay your hand upon your chest today. Uh, I venture if you are not the same person you used to be, you are always eager to go before God. You are always eager to worship God, even in tough situations. But today, everything is, I mean, the other way around. The devil might have actually been able to gain a new route into your life. And because he's always coming, not because he wants to do anything, but he wants to kill, to destroy. And brethren, uh, you have given him enough chance. Today is the day that you should really make up your mind and take a stand. So if adventure there's anyone online, I want you to just pray this prayer with me. Uh, the Lord Jesus, I'm sorry that I've led myself or I'm leading myself towards spiritual bankruptcy. I want to retrace back my step today. I ask for your grace, O oh Lord. Forgive all my sins and inadequacies. I give you my life today. I confess again my faith in your son Jesus Christ. I believe that he died and resurrected so that I can have eternal life. I confess my faith in him. I promise to be faithful and to serve Jesus Christ throughout the days of my life. God help me today. Change my story. Lord, change the course of my life. Put me back on fire for you. In Jesus' mighty name, 
we have prayed. Amen. 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 Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, for those that are just joining us, um, that moment is called Lead Me to Jesus moment. And uh, if you are spiritually bankrupt, regardless of how free you think you are, you are not free. And so you need a relationship with God through Jesus. All right. Thank you so much, Pastor Adebowale. So we are going to the second part of our program today on Let's Talk About Jesus. And this is spiritual bankruptcy and its effect on nations. And so this second part of the program is also an equally important. This is a segment where we connect this Christian and spirituality and bankruptcy to the word nation. Okay. And so on this part, uh, we are going to be looking at how has spiritual bankruptcy affect Christianity in building nations? How has spiritual bankruptcy affect Christianity in building nations? Uh, last week on this program, I said that if Christians get it right, nations will get it right. Because in many cases, uh, we the Christians, we contribute to the larger part of the population around the world. And so if we can get it right, then people around the world will start to get it right. So my question to you, Pastor Debowale, is that how yes, has spiritual bankruptcy affect Christians in nation building? Wow, thank you so much, sir. Uh, the nations of today, nations today are the way they have because what? uh christians that we are supposed to be the ambassador of christ the salt of the world the sort of nations we have lost our tastes we are no longer uh, we, we, we we cannot really bring what we are meant to bring foundationally to nations and what am i trying to say the scripture in Hebrew 10.38 says something, said, Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in them. Brethren, today, what the church of God, what Christians have actually done today, is no longer living by faith. Our faith in Christ has been replaced with a whole lot of things, calculation. Uh, our priority has changed. Now, uh, it's more of the numbers of people in my church. It's more of the size of, I mean, my, uh, our cathedral. Now, today, what Christian boast of is our physical properties, our affluence, our wealth, not what we have done for Christ. Uh, I, 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 I find it uh, very, very absurd that today, even when uh, we minister preach, we tend to really, uh, we, we, we tend to really uh, rejoice in what God, or I mean, what God has blessed us with, 